You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is your host, Father Jason Leffer, and I am being joined today by, with Father Jeff Epler from Grafton, North Dakota, St. John the Evangelist, and Father Brian Moan, Adaminto, in your churches, Warsaw. Sacred Heart in Minto, St. Stanislaus, Warsaw. And my parishes are St. John Nepomucene in Pisic, North Dakota, uh, St. Joseph in Lincoln, North Dakota, and St. Peter's and Paul in Beckany, North Dakota. You know, I would say, Father Moan, if people are coming up this way, I-29, if they take the, uh, what's the highway, is that 15 across, they would hit Warsaw, Warsaw, Minto, and Pisic, mm-hmm. three of the some, three of the most beautiful churches in the entire Diocese of Fargo. And you could take a break and stop at Beaver's Cafe and have a great meal uh, in that journey. And it's definitely worth a pilgrimage. And if you call in advance, uh, if Father Moore and I aren't busy, we might even meet you at our churches and give you a little historical perspective on, on what happened there. And then, Father, Father Epler, you have one of the most unique churches in the diocese. And you, too, would be willing to meet people and speak about your, your unique architecture there in, in Grafton. Almost certainly. Now, w- before we just finished with Beaver in that awesome interview, and again, he said to let people know, if you, if you come to the Warren uh, Drive-In Theater this weekend, they're showing Back to the Future uh, this weekend, so that's, that's an awesome show. But he also wanted to promo um, on August 10th, um, it, some uh, local Christian group is sponsoring a movie is called Overcoming. I've seen it. It is. It's awesome. It's inspiring. It's called Overcoming. That's. I think it's a Monday night, August tenth, and the showtime is eight forty-five, and it's free. So free for anybody who would like to come. So look at this. If you call in right now, one eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, you get free tickets to go to Beaver's uh, Driving Movie Theater in Warren, Minnesota. And then plus, if you sneak in in the trunk and you get by his eagle eyes, he said he'll give you a free box of milk duds. I, I, I want somebody to do this and call me and let me know that they got in. Yeah, I think, you know what? Beaver left here, the three of us. What do you guys say? Should we pick one night and go over there and sneak in and get some free milk duds? Who's going to hit the trunk? I, I, maybe we'll have to draw straws on that one. Is there a trunk? There's not a trunk big enough for me. It's going to be you, Father Moan. You're too small. Okay. True. And, <laughs> anyway, uh, so that was a lot of fun. Again, if you call in right now, uh, we still have some tickets to give away. So uh, go ahead and take advantage of that. That uh, was a, a lot of fun. Now, guys, we're, we're going to shift um, our, our focus here a little bit now. And we're hopping something that's been near and dear all of our hearts. Now, we, we were called to the vocation of... Uh, celibacy and the vocation of ordained priests, right? Um, but then there's that, that great vocation of, of marriage. And all three of us have worked very hard in our, in our vocations and our ministry to assist those in that vocation. We couldn't do it without the help of the lay people. And right now we, we have online with us uh, Kathy Call. And Kathy Call, um, she's given a great, great part of her life investing in uh, the vocation of marriage and helping others with marriage, and so we're going to uh, find out about that a little bit. Uh, good morning, Kathy. Are you with us? I am. Thank you, Father. Kathy, it is so great. This has been a, a desire of me to have you on air for, for quite a while, so I'm so glad that you agreed to come on uh, this morning. Can you orientate our listeners a little bit uh, to, to who you are and, um, and, and how, what you have to do with the vocation of marriage? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, first of all, I am a married woman. 
having cel- we celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary in June this year. Awesome. And congratulations, <laughs> that is awesome. I, we can't, it's been uh, an amazing well, short it's, journey. That's really awesome for Jack, but a lot of suffering for you. But anyway, good. <laughs> beside the point. <laughs> no. And I, I just wanted to say um, that because uh, we've had a wonderful marriage. We have three children, one in heaven, two of our sons are with us here, and we have four beautiful grandchildren, and um, my heart has always been um, in the church, and I've been very blessed and graced to have that opportunity to work in this vocation for all these years. And. You know, I mean, I can give a personal testimony having, I've had the privilege of working with you in a variety of ways uh, across the years. And the particular thing that uh, we want to focus on this morning, uh, so this goes back to about 1999. Uh, Father uh, William McDermott and myself were associates at uh, St. Michael's in Grand Forks. And um, and you, no, you and Jack had just recently moved to Grand Forks at that time, is that right? You used to live in Drayton, right? Um, We moved to Grand Forks in um, 1992, I believe. <laughs> okay, so, so you had been there for a while, but we... A we, little bit. We became very aware of the need for a pre-marriage program, uh, especially in the yeah. greater Grand Forks area. And so I remember, uh, and this was near and dear to my heart, uh, we had been trained the theology of the body in seminary. I, I was hot to trot with all that new knowledge, wanting to get it out to others. And I remember sitting through, I think it was the first uh, weekend when I was newly ordained, and at the point where um, what had happened was that birth control was promoted as an option. And, and I, about, I about had a heart attack. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that this was what was being given. And so Father McDermott, Father Sherman, myself, and, and, and yourself, we put our little heads together and said, we, we could do better than this. And it, it, it took a number of years to develop it, but we, but we developed then a pre-marriage program, which I, I'm very proud to say, I, I think was one of the best in the whole area. Kathy, why, why did you want to become a part of that? Why were you interested in, in giving your time and sacrifice to help out? Well, I, don't, I was working at the Newman Center at the time and just being involved with that movement as it developed. Uh, as you were as you were restructuring, um, because I saw things in the program and needed in marriage preparation that we didn't have as a couple preparing for marriage. We had nothing, to be quite honest. We um, um, and I, I saw the value of what it would do for married or for couples preparing for marriage, just to be able to um, understand the sacrament that they were entering and. Um, embrace it. Now, you know, here's something. So, was it 21 years, 22 years that you did this? Um, 22, actually. And, and you, you ju- in July, June 30th here, you, you just uh, stepped down from that. And, and there, there was quite a development across those years. Could, could you, for, let's do this. Can okay. you, can you give to us, what are, what are some of the elements that w- would be necessary to have you know, just a, a basic, good, solid pre-marriage program. What, what are those elements? The elements are um, understanding the theology of the church teaching on marriage, the um, understanding the sacraments, 
uh, understanding the sacrament of confession, relationship, and uh, just then the practical understanding of what's involved with um, natural family planning and um, finances and communication, communication particularly. Okay, now I want to key in on one of those elements. You, mm-hmm. uh, I think it, it was a mutual agreement, but you witnessed across the years where I, I remember there was pushback on us. We said that uh, confession was going to be an integral part of our premarriage program. Yeah. Other programs in the area said they resisted. They said no because it would be too threatening to non-Catholic couples, you know, like if there is a non-Catholic uh, member who's joining it, that, that would be too threatening. We found it to be the exact opposite, that those non-Catholics that's actually, that was a moment of incredible grace. Could could you tell us, wh- what are some of the stories across the years that the sacrament of confession had to do with marriage prep? Well, because of the way I think our weekend was structured with the theology first, then, then the confession came next. Uh, coming from the non-Catholic partner, the um, understanding of what the church teaches and why that is such an important thing, because to them it's a very foreign element, and they got a good foundation of understanding of it in the weekend, and then they were also invited to, if they wanted to talk to the priest, to be able to do that, and it's been invaluable over the years, and that has been one of the comments on all of the evaluations that we read, that that was something that they um, came away with in a very positive manner. The, the, the way I have described who you were in regard to this marriage prep process was, I said, Kathy Call is a mama bear. She's <laughs> a mama bear when it comes to that program and those couples, and as soon as they came through that door, it's like you would envelop them with love, and it's almost like you threw a, a mantle over them and said, no harm is going to come to you here. This is a safe place. We're not going to let anything bad happen to you, but here's a place to heal, to explore, to discover, and, and become new again as you head into your sacrament of marriage. Would you say that's an accurate description, Kathy? That's the environment that we strove for, and uh, I believe that I believe, in, for the most part, we were able to provide that. Now, one of the things that you did across those 22 years is you developed other lay people to come in and be ministers in this program. What was so key or essential to finding, reaching out, and developing the, these other couples to be involved? For me, first of all, it was that I was given that gift of a conference uh, on theology of the body early, and I, it was something that I just understood. It everything made sense uh, through that understanding, and also um, because of the understanding of relationship that came along with that. That I think that those things. I'm sorry. Well, go ahead, Kathy. Oh, I'm sorry. I kind of, uh, would you, would you, I lost my train of thought. Could you please redirect me here? No problem. You you were just describing for why it was you reached out to get couples involved helping with the different parts of the program. 
Uh, first of all, the understanding of the theology of the body. Then just that relationship with the couples. Uh, a lot of the couples that, that became a part of the program were couples that had gone through the program. And, and they saw the value in it. They also um, had a love for what they had learned in it. And the, the teaching of the theology of the body, I would just visit with people and, um, and priests as well. And when we had that element in common and that understanding, that's what we built all of our um, couples that participated and presented, the priests that presented, because that was the basic element that was necessary, I think, is that understanding Kathy, of what we, that, were, what we that, were teaching. That, that's great. And we're going to use that to then, when we come on the other side of the break, this break that we have is a real short break, we're going to talk about the what has changed from the 22 years of doing marriage prep, what it is that you have witnessed and seen from 22 years ago to today, and why the church is such a hopeful thing for these couples. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Please stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Uh, I remember even during that time, and, and this was uh, during the beginning years of John Paul II's pontificate, and whenever I heard him on TV, because he was always in the news, especially with his travels in Eastern Europe, Poland and all, I, I would hear the things that would come out of his mouth and I would go, there's no way this person is not close, closer to God than I am. Mm. Uh, you know. So I always had this sort of secret respect for, uh, for John Paul II. Of course, I never said this to any of my <laughs> brethren friends. You, know. you wouldn't dare. No, of course not. But I, 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 I don't mean to disparage them because they taught me to love the scripture. And interestingly enough, even though they, they do not believe in the real presence, of Christ in the sacrament. They had communion every Sunday. And so they really taught me to love the Lord's Supper uh, and to love the scriptures. And so I'm really thankful to them for that. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. You're here with Father Jeff Epler and Father Brian Moen and Father Jason Leffer. And uh, Father James Cheney, he 
he wrote in and he said to us, we are the dynamic trio. He nice. said he is, he said our, our voices are just rever, rever, what's that word? Reverberating. There we go. That big word. There's a lot of syllables all the way throughout the listening area. And he said, it's been a, a very good show. So Father Cheney, thanks for tuning in this morning. It's great to hear you, uh, from you. And, uh, just briefly, Father Epler, why is marriage prep important to you as a priest? Well, we know that the marriage is really the foundation of family life. Family life is the foundation of society, and um, we need good, holy, and healthy marriages. Because uh, one, it's a witness to the world, you know, to the goodness of Christ. But uh, also, children deserve a a beautiful and loving witness, and so that when they grow up, they can enter into that too. Yeah, you know, I know of my, myself personally. It was. Uh, I always thought I was going to get married and have 12 kids. So I was shocked when I discovered God was calling me to the celibate priesthood. But I always had this love and desire for the vocation itself. And there's a burning desire in me to invest in marriages and families um, to, to give them a chance. And, you know, Father Moan, what kind of priests are we without healthy families to support us? Mm, yeah, the two vocations actually really support each other. Um, the, the vocation of marriage and the vocation to the priesthood have different aspects of a quality of God's life and in Trinitarian life and love, and so they both su- they support each other. So when I get a chance to encounter good Catholic family life, it's a support to me uh, because it uh, it's it's healthy and life giving. And so we have the privilege of having Kathy call with us on air this morning, and and Kathy has given 22 years of her life investing not just in pre-marriage, the program, not just in those young couples, but then also developing these newly married people across the years to give back and minister to others. So, Kathy, can you, get, can you kind of go back 22 years ago, and could you reflect for a moment with us, what, what kind of pre-marriage couples were you encountering then, and then go back to this past year, what kind of pre-marriage couples were you encountering this past year? What's the difference that you experienced? Over the years, in the beginning, the couples that uh, were coming, there were a lot of couples coming. <laughs> and I remember one weekend that we had uh, we had 50 couples, actually, at one weekend at the Newman Center. And the couples were coming for the requirement to get married uh, with not a lot of knowledge of their faith. And over the years, um, the, the numbers have gone down. People are not coming to the church as much for marriage. And that's the ones coming um, have a, they have a little bit of a better understanding of why they're there. They're not as resistant to the teachings and to the NFP as they were before. And, you know, it's changing continually now um, in I think just the dynamics of, of what's happening in the church and what we are uh, experiencing with the couples over the weekends. You, you know, I'd, I'd say for myself, like, you know, 22 years ago, uh, when I'd meet a pre-marriage couple, um, they, they would be sitting there and they would be, you know, maybe living together and maybe sexually active. And, and when they came in the door to meet with me, they would be ashamed and it would be on their faces and like, Father, we hate to admit this, but this is where we are. You know, about five years later, uh, they would come in and maybe they'd be living together and, you know, maybe sexually active and 
they wouldn't exhibit any shame. They'd be like, well, mm-hmm. what's the, what's the sure. big deal? Why, why should we do this? But five years later, it was, they would be coming in. Not only were they not ashamed, but they'd be like, no father, we're, we're being smart. We're, we're doing, we're actually, we're actually um, doing what we should be doing in order to find out if we should get married or not. And then about five yeah. years later, those couples didn't come at all. And it was the couples who are coming now are, like you said, there's a smaller number, but they're there's they're actually open or interested in teaching and taught. Father Moon, do you have? I'm just gonna say there. I've noticed that too. They're a lot stronger. The the couples who are actually coming, they've already they already value it. Um, yeah. The people who right. don't value it are coming anymore at all. You know, and I remember as a young. I agree. I remember as a young priest, a, a, a fellow priest said to me, he said he'd rather do ten funerals to one premarriage couple because it was such hard work. And I remember when he said that, and I, I just kind of made this kind of personal vow. I said, I never want to be that priest. I never want to be the one who says I'd rather do 10 funerals than one. And But he's right. It, it is a lot of hard, hard work across the years. And while we've been talking, Kathy, um, uh, a message came in from Robert and Adair. And they said, yeah. it, is, it is so wonderful to hear Kathy's voice. And, and they said here, we are so grateful for everything that Kathy has done for marriage, for our own marriage, for investing in the pre-marriage prep program. Um, your contribution is absolutely invaluable. So there's, there, there's oh, a word thank of thanksgiving you. <laughs> to you for, across all those years. What, what, I mean, at this point, there must be even some grandchildren. I don't know if grandchildren, but at least children. What, what are some of the fruits that you have experienced from this ministry that you take oh. away from it? There are so many. Um, just the blessings of meeting so many people and there are and, and watching them develop their families. And I don't know if they're grandchildren. <laughs> that would scare me a little bit. <laughs> I suppose that's possible. Um, the joys, um, like this one couple particularly, and uh, so many more, um, and just the stories that they will come back with, um, the, that they brought into their marriage through the weekend, and I always told the couples at the end that they probably wouldn't remember a lot of what they received until something happened that uh, reminded them of something that might have been said and a struggle that might have come up that they needed to rely on God always. And I love hearing, I just, you always wonder how, how you're affecting people and hopefully um, through God's grace, how, what how, you're doing is going to bear fruit. Maybe the last thing we have time for here is, Kathy, how, how did this affect your own marriage? You know, I mean, you've been married for 50 years. You've, you've witnessed through ministry and all this, but I mean, marriage is hard. I had one of those couples who've been married for a number of years. They contacted me this morning. Father, we're struggling, and they're a really good couple. And I said, don't you remember that part in pre-marriage where I told you marriage is hard? You know, I mean, mm. wh- how has this affected your own marriage itself? Well, it, in that same way, we've, we've grown through what we've been doing as much as the couples that we've been ministering to. And that is, that is, the, the story that is the message that you want to convey is to never stop. You can't stop learning and working and going through the struggles. You can't give up, and you always have to have prayer, and you have to rely on God in your life in every aspect. 
you know, Kathy, not only do I want to thank you for your sacrifice across the years, but your husband, Jack, because he gave you up many, many weekends to come and invest in other couples. And he was behind the scenes doing all kinds of support as well. Yes, con- he was. Con- congratulations on your 50 years of marriage. God's abundant blessings to you and, and Jack and n- nothing but good things to you. And, and I and I hope, I, don't, I haven't heard yet who's taking your place, but whoever that person is, I hope they're at least half as good as, as you as you have been across these years. And there are so many people and children who exist because of your witness to natural family planning who owe you just an absolute debt of gratitude. Thank you, Kathy, and God bless you. Thank you, Father. And I want to thank the priests that, that um, work with the couples and uh, send them to the weekends and all of the work that you do and the sacrifices that you make. God be with you. Well, all 2.5 potential listeners, million listeners who are out there, we've, we've come to a quick end of this, this program. Therese, are you back in the studio? Can you tell us what's coming up in our next program? Yes, I can. So on the next Real Presence Live, that's Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosts Lori Leffer and Father Corey Nelson will be coming to you live from St. Thomas Church in Tioga. We'll visit with some seminarian Steve Vetter about finding God in the outdoors. And his mission is to aid charitable organizations. Learn more as we chat with John Kasmer. Then Marcy Spooner will be with us to talk about uniting through our Blessed Mother. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Awesome, Trez, and thank you so much for doing all the technical work behind the scenes. Father Epler, you have give us a shout-out to your thing that you have going on. Oh, yes. Once more, we have the Respect Life Conference at St. John the Evangelist in Grafton on Saturday, August 22nd. We will have, uh, it's all you know pro-life themes, and we have Leah Darrow as the keynote, keynote speaker. And uh, we will also begin with Mass at 11 in honor of the Queenship of Our Lady on that day. And then we will conclude everything with Mass with the Bishop, which would be the Vigil, vigil Mass and the Eucharistic Procession and Benediction. Anybody in this local area or anywhere? Anybody can come. come. Anybody okay. can. It's free. Okay. And we also provide a lunch at noon. And we'll have adoration also available during lunchtime. Okay. Again, time, date, and place. Time, uh, August 22nd, beginning at 11 a.m., St. John the Evangelist in Grafton, North Dakota. And Father Moan, what have you got going on in your parishes? I have a really cool thing going on in, in the parishes right now that it, it would be hard to participate in it, but I want to promote it. Um, and that is there's resources that are finally coming out for children to do and prepare for consecration of their life to the Blessed Virgin Mary uh, through the uh, kind of the directive of St. Louis de Montfort. Uh, so I have my, I've handed those out uh, to parishioners and a lot of other families. Uh, there's a resource out right now that we're using called Marian Consecration for Children by Carrie Gress from TAM Publishing. There's other resources coming out from other religious communities now, too. I want an army of children consecrated to the Blessed Mother. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And Father, can you close this out with prayer and blessing? Okay. Lord, I ask in your blessing upon all those who are listening that you may draw them all deeply into the hearts of Jesus and Mary. They may know your love. And may Almighty God bless all of the listeners in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. 
Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.